passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Mark Immelman. Mark, happy Friday evening to you. Yeah, it is a happy Friday. I'm you know, part of PGA Tour Live. It's always fun. We've had some cool marquee groups the last little bit. I mean, we got close-ups on Justin Thomas, Cam Young, Rory, Patrick Cantlay, Xander. It's Finau. I mean, my goodness, Finau. Can he? Everything he's doing is, is, is just unreal. I'm hit some pitch shots around the greens today that I was like, who's the Sevy? But anyway, <laughs> more about that in a little while. It's been fun. Yeah, um, interesting leaderboard. We'll jump into that. But big news first. How about this, Mark? Remember, we were asking people to vote for us for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. We said, hey, go on down, click this button, so on and so forth. We've made the finals, which is honestly shocking for a golf podcast going up against all the other pods that were in this group. We have made the final. So the way that they deal with this is they randomly select some of the voters who have already voted. So if you get a notification, don't trash it. Don't send it to your spam. Go ahead and vote for us again. Continue to show your support. I'd love to pull off the upset of a golf pod coming out and winning the best sports podcast award. So if you get a note from the people's choice podcast, Podcast awards. Do not delete it, Mark. Don't send it to spam. Okay, fans, fans. I'm prepared, and you know how much I love one and done. I'm prepared to let you guys win the one and done if you go and vote for us and we win this thing. That'd be that'd be awesome. It really would be. Yeah, if we win it, we'll uh, we'll figure out something very fun to do. Yeah, uh, so that would be that would be really cool. We've already exceeded expectations. Might as well go the whole way now. Top of the leaderboard, Mark. Um, we do have a couple guys still out on the golf course, but I don't know if we would have expected on Friday night, our leaders were going to be Sepp Straka, Troy Merritt, and JJ Spawn. Sepp Straka specifically missed his last six cuts coming into this. Then he goes out and shoots a 64-66. I think this is another example of uh, golf being quite a quite a weird sport that we uh, that we take care of. Yeah, but before I share my take that's not as hot as what Kyle would take uh, uh, share. I, I would like Jacob to just play the playoffs drop, please. Jacob, just one time. Playoffs? 
Yeah, exactly. This is what it is, Rick. I mean, this is why I love this part of the season because golf is that thing that brings new every day, every week, every hole, even sometimes. And all you got to do is catch fire at the right time. Uh, let's not forget, I'm related to a guy who's won the green jacket. Okay. And the week prior in Houston, he shot like four over and missed the cut by a country mile and arrived in Augusta, Georgia on Sunday and professed to me, he goes, I can't putt. There's no chance I'm ever going to contend in this tournament. <laughs> All right. That got fixed up pretty quickly. Lo and behold, Sunday, seven days later, he's wearing the green jacket. That's what golf is. That's what the playoffs is. And it's not just golf too, because you could have an NFL team that just gets hot at the right time and knocks off the favorite wild card or whatever. And the next thing, they venture their way through there because you start gaining momentum. And that's what I watch guys like Troy Merritt had a good start, but but set for argument's sake, good start, built on that today. Um, it remains to be seen what happens over the weekend because this golf course's nature was sort of um, kind of mitigated some with that massive rainstorm we had Tuesday night. Three inches of rain is just off the charts and that to like re, not rebuild bunkers, but, but kind of certainly fix them up. The golf course became soft. These greens, which can get firm and fast, have been receptive. But now the humidity was down today. The place is firming a little bit. So we'll see what happens over the weekend. But for Strucker, he's won down at uh, PGA National, the champion course down there. Troy Merritt, he's won at the Trent Jones place there in Manassas, uh, in Virginia, which is difficult. Uh, this golf course sort of lets anyone play because of the fact that it's long in spots and short in spots. But you've got to be playing from the fairway and all those guys up there. They've been largely uh, playing from the fairway so they can play off offense with their irons. Uh, they're all sitting at 10 under par. JJ Spawn still has two holes to complete. So conceivably, he could be our uh, overnight solo 36-hole leader. We'll see. Denny McCarthy, one shot back. Brian Harmon, two shots back. And Tony Finau, who's wrapping up his round right now as we speak, Mark, at eight under par, two shots back. This is a continuation of the great summer that Tony Finau has had, cashing in, obviously, with a couple of victories. And now he's looking for much more here in the playoffs. I'm so torn because I love Tony and he's the coolest guy. And and I was there covering him at 3M and and watching him just accelerate to the win there was awesome over the final nine holes. And he's so humble and he's so likable and he's such a talented guy and everything's cool about him. But damn it, these fans have him in one and done. Do. So while we had him in marquee groups coverage over the last two days, there's me glowing about Finau. But deep down, I'm like, rats. This guy's had another great shot, and he's made another putt, and he made some saves today that made him look, I mean, it was incredible. And they weren't saves where he was bearing eight, nine, ten-foot putts. He had four pitch shots from green side that weren't easy, that collectively, Rick, it was about inside five feet for the putts that were remaining. He'd like pitch it to a foot, a foot and a half, two feet. It was incredible. And I was like, well, look at Tony, and look at you. And then it reminded me of the fact that when a golfer's confidence, there's no shots they can't hit. But what Tony's doing differently is he's not attempting every shot. And I'm going to say that again. He can hit whatever he's trying, but he's not rash in his decision-making. In our coverage today, he had some very smart shots on safe sides of holes. You know, when he was able to, he played offense. When he was uh, sort of behind the eight ball, he played smartly to the wide side. So he's sort of doing Tiger kind of stuff. And then he's making saves too. So, uh, He's a pretty ominous figure over the weekend uh, that you can be sure of. 
Uh, Cam Smith lurking as well at eight under. He's got uh, two holes left to play. But Mark, maybe more notably are the guys who are not going to be around for the weekend in our final cut event of the season. Rory McIlroy, he's gone. He's out. He's not coming back for the weekend. He's missed the cut. Uh, Jordan Spieth also has missed the cut. And Scotty Scheffler needs to play his final two holes at at least one under or else he's going home as well. So that's a lot of star power who potentially could not be around for all those uh, multiples of FedEx Cup points that they're going to give away this weekend. Yeah, we had Rory for two rounds and he was scrappy in round one. He had a two-sided miss going on. Looked like he was battling the golf swing, didn't make any putts. I mean, it was just nothing. And he honestly gutsed his way out there to shoot even par. And today there were flashes where he got a little momentum going on. He was hitting some good shots. Um, and I was like, well, you know, if it's a stock, I'm buying. And all of a sudden, um, it was maybe the sixth hole, par four. It was his 15th, maybe. And he was with three wood off, off the tee and just pulled one into the trees down the left and made a bogey. And that was sort of it. Couldn't uh, you know scratch another one out there, and so he'll have the weekend off. But there were there was certainly movement in the right direction, and I kept on saying to my my host uh, Lisa Cornwell, who's excellent by the way, um, I was like, for Rory, it's not just um, you know winning the event for argument's sake, it's really getting competitive time because remember he hasn't played since the Open Championship, and I'm sure you guys covered it. He didn't pick up a golf club for like two weeks, just kind of getting over the the disappointment of the open uh, shortcoming. And so the first round, you could see that. And today he started to get it going on. So I was saying, if Rory, he just wants to get some weekend action because then he can continue to develop and get the feel back and the golf timing and the flow of rounds and that sort of stuff. But he missed the cut, and I think there was enough for him to go to Ben Cross uh, up in Wilmington and be okay. Uh, Spieth, I didn't see any of, but four over was – was not very good. And and Scotty, you know, there's a big target on his back. Yeah. And he's had that lead for a long time. And like we all know, with the one and done in our league now, points are quadrupled, right? And stuff changes quick. And that's part of the intrigue of this playoff. And I'm sure right now, um, Scheffler's going, oh, shucks. You know, I might not, I might lose my lead. Or if I don't lose it, it's going to be very tight going into the second event. So, it's just the volatility of it all. And, and he had one bad week. Hopefully he makes it three. If he doesn't, you know, he's got to get himself organized for a, for a run there in BMW. It is amazing. All that hard work all season long could go away with one miscut. Tony Finau, uh, by my quick napkin math, could surpass Scotty Scheffler with a victory. Cam Smith could surpass Scotty Scheffler with a victory for the number one spot. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of good work. It's four wins. It's nine top tens. It's building yourself this big lead. But when they crank up these points, Mark, you got to do your business in the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's not forget Sam Burns. He's playing well, too, and I hadn't checked where he is now, but he's right up there, and he's inside the top three in the FedEx Cup ranking. So there's every chance that we're going to have five wide heading to the BMW. And then, um, obviously, you have the staggered start. What do you fools call it? The the shadow leaderboard at wherever it is at yeah. East Lake there. Um, right. And uh, someone's, someone's, someone's going to earn their two-stroke advantage. But just like these playoffs, and I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but – We've seen folks come back from being behind. If you get hot in round one, East Lake or whatever, you never know. And that's the beauty about golf and you never know. And this weekend's going to be fun. 
All right, we won't get ahead of ourselves. Still 36 holes to play in Memphis. We're going to take a look at the live odds and see what we can find. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Mark, literally just 30 seconds ago, we've got a new favorite, according to our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook. And it's a guy who's making plenty of headlines this week. His name is Cameron Smith. Uh, he made Eagle on number 16. He stuffed one to... 15 feet on number 17 and Caesars has just installed him as the favorite plus 550 over Tony Finau at seven to one. After those two big boppers, you've got JJ spawn at eight and a half to one Troy Merritt at 10 to one and Denny McCarthy alongside Justin Thomas at 14 to one. So this is, this is shaping up here for who could really be uh, the favorite after, after two rounds. There you go. Jacob showed it on the screen right now. Yeah, you know, if you had to ask me to call it right now, I'd really struggle, and I'll tell you why. Um, the The golf course needs you to play from the fairway, so that sort of discounts Cam Smith. But the golf course needs you to make a number of putts, and once in a while, when it starts to firm up, make some saves. So that puts Cam Smith right back in the equation. And the one thing about this golf course, too, you have to approach it with a velvet hammer, if you will. You know, you attack when you can, and then sometimes you've got to play a little smart. Now, both those guys at the top, Finau and Cam, who I feel like you've got to get in front if you want to in front of if you want to win, they're both pretty savvy in their decision making. So I um, look, those are some pretty short odds, but they're both very confident. The last time Cam Smith played, he won the open. The last time Tony played, he won the Rocket Mortgage. So you've got two of the form guys lining up in the first playoff event, which is pretty cool because this golf course has an awesome way of sort of divining the best player on the course over the week. If you look at some of the winners in the past, like Abraham Ansel last, last year, he uh, was playing beautifully the whole time, but just didn't win. Then showed up there in the final round, and we've seen Justin Thomas win here, and we've seen Brooks Kepko win here. There's just something about the place that identifies the person with the complete game uh, who's playing well. And so those two guys, as far as I'm concerned, are certainly the favorites. 
certainly indeed. Uh, we have a few feet left for par for Scotty Scheffler on 17. Assuming he makes that, he will have to make birdie on 18 to ensure his spot uh, in this weekend's field. So plenty of drama left for Scotty here with a hole to go, Mark. <laughs> I have seen easier holes to make birdie on than 18. That's for certain. <laughs> I guarantee you this. That tee shot, he's either hitting driver as hard as he can or he's standing there and he's hitting one in the stands on the right side of the, the fairway, which incidentally, here's my gripe about this place. I understand the stands down the right-hand side, but I can't tell you how many golfers I've covered the, there because I've been on the ground in this golf course. This is the first time in the last six years, I think, where when you're a little, uh, you know, that sphincter tightening thing there on the 18th tee, folks just blow it wide right because they know it's going to hit the stands over there and they're going to drop and you play away from like, I don't know, 190, 200 yards sort of straight up the throat of the green. Um, they were Rory on the other hand, the long ones, they take it over the corner of the water, which is like 310. He hit one today that he he gave it the little two-step after the hit, like he was styling, and the next thing it came up shy. So, yeah, I'm sure Scheffler's going to blow one right and try and get one on the green somehow. All right, well, we'll see how tight Scotty Scheffler's sphincter is on number 18 here on Friday, and if he actually makes the cut, but for now let me give a big thanks to producer jacob he does all the hard work behind the scenes mark immelman is available at mark underscore immelman and you can find me at rick run good this has been the first cut we'll catch you next time the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system in the new documentary as we speak rap music on trial now streaming exclusively on paramount plus head to paramountplus.com to try it free terms apply